It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Jesus Sprinkles. Our scripture reference today is Luke chapter 21, verse 34, through chapter 22, verse 6. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Every day he was teaching in the temple, and at night he would go out and spend the night on the Mount of Olives, as it was called. And all the people would get up early in the morning to listen to him in the temple. Now the festival of unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was near. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to put Jesus to death, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers of the temple police about how he might betray him to them. They were greatly pleased and agreed to give him money. So he consented and began to look for an opportunity to betray him to them when no crowd was present. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. My wife and I were talking sermons. Last week, she told me about a message she heard from another preacher about marriage. I listened as she shared the main illustration. It was a good one. She teared up. My response went a different direction than hers. I didn't know, but I had my preacher hat on. As such, I struggled with the sermon. Now, I hadn't heard it, but I've heard plenty like it. My question was, where is the gospel? I realize this may sound critical. You might say I'm overthinking it. But what we preach matters. On the flip side, what we hear matters. I've had my fill of topical sermons. These are the ones dedicated to marriage, raising kids, or managing finances. I've heard the sermons about how to fix your life, stay positive, and manage stress. For some diabolical reason, the church has long been a place you couldn't talk about mental health. Well, you could tell people to pray and focus on Jesus. But now, though, there are more sermons dedicated to the topic. Let me say the Lord cares about these issues because they are a part of our life. And we need to have meaningful conversations about them all and the many more life issues that arise. My question is still, where is the gospel? So many of the topical sermons I've heard sprinkle Jesus on top of another message. It feels like the preacher wanted a particular topic, 
one that would interest people, one they were already talking about. She then went to the Bible concordance to find a verse that might include the word, maybe even two verses. From there, all she had to do was find a good illustration and say that Jesus cares about your fill in the blank. Again, Jesus does. But if Jesus is the sprinkle, that means he's only extra. A lot of us preachers missed our calling as life coaches, apparently. In all frankness, it's dangerous when we see ourselves as therapists and counselors. Now, if we have the training, that's different. If not, our topical sermons sound more like pop psychology. They're wannabe motivational speeches, and depending on the preacher, they're barely good ones. I call these sermons Jesus Sprinkles. Now, I'm a bit cynical. My guess is topical sermons are easy to sell. No one is dying to hear a message about giving up your life to follow Jesus. I can get more people in the pews if I talk about what really interests them. Now, you may get them to church, but will you get them to Jesus? Will Jesus be the priority of our worship and devotion? Besides the songs we sing, I mean, will we make Jesus the center of our lives? Sprinkling Jesus on top of quasi-therapy will not help us. We won't even realize we haven't been learning what it means to walk as a follower of Jesus. In an unassuming way, we will put the real Jesus to death. The religious leaders who knew Jesus did the same thing because his message didn't fit theirs. Let's talk about our marriages and our finances, but let's ensure we're learning Jesus first. It's great if you know how to budget. It's abundant and eternal life if you know how to follow Jesus. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.